Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up? What is up, my Dirty Devotional fam? Zach here. Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that is all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. I hope that today you are listening to this in um, just the best mood. I hope you're having a triumphant, yes, I did use that word, triumphant week this week. It is freaking turkey week. Thanksgiving is here, which means you got time with family. Uh, you got some good food coming your way. My prayer for you this week is that the calories do not count in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, that you enjoy yourself, that your time with family is um, beneficial. And if I could encourage you with one one serious thing this Thanksgiving is to take a moment on Thanksgiving to slow down, look around you, appreciate the people you have in your life, appreciate the food that you're eating. Uh, man, just practice a little bit of gratitude, practice some thankfulness um, and I promise you, it will just improve the quality of, of your Thanksgiving so much. Cause so many times, oh man, can I just be honest with you? We whine and complain about everything. I mean, it is unbelievable to me, even in my own life, how much we, we just, uh, man, I want to, I want to use, say bitch, but I don't feel like I should, but we just like moan and whine about absolutely everything. Like as if our lives aren't like so much better than the, some other people in this world and, Y'all, we just, we, we have to practice more gratitude and more gratefulness and thankfulness, just realizing that we literally have been given so much. Now, is life easy? No, but man, compared to some of the struggles that people have in this world, if you're listening to this, we're probably doing okay. And so taking a second and fixing your perspective, because a lot of time it's not an issue of, I don't have enough. The issue is, is you don't, you're not grateful for what you do have. And so taking time this week and just to reflect on that and to practice some gratitude can literally be such a, such a game changer for you. And so be sure to do that. But I want to uh, remind you guys that we have a private Facebook group uh, that I would love for you to be a part of. This is a community that is totally free. It is. For you, you do have to request access. It's our dirty devotional family. And so if you're listening, if you listen to this podcast, I consider you to be a part of our dirty fam. And I would love to get you a little bit closer into that where I can get to know you better, where you can get some more encouragement, support, care, love. Um, you people can just, it's great, a great place for conversation. I would love, love to have you in it. And so if you go to our show notes, you can click the link. Um, there's a link to get you into that group. Again, you do have to request access and you have to answer two questions. Be sure to answer the questions. Uh, the other way to do it is you can search on Facebook. If you search Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family, you should be able to find that group and request access there. But I would love, I would be honored to have you be a part of that. But let's dive into today's Dirty Devotional because I believe it's going to be so good and it is going to be a little bit of a curveball that you didn't see coming. So, we're at the very end of Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to be looking at verse 35. So Jesus is healing people. He's continuing with his ministry. He's doing all these really miraculous, wonderful things. He's building a huge following. And then we get to verse 35, and it says this. It says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, 
teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. I love that. I love that when Jesus looks at people, he doesn't see annoyance. He has compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So I love this because Jesus is doing his ministry and he looks out and he sees all these people and he, he, he doesn't see a group of people who are annoying or uh, he some, like sometimes I look at people and I just I just want to like kick them in the face. Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus looks and he says he has compassion on them because he realizes that they're broken, that they're lost, that they're, they don't have a lot of purpose in life, that they're being mistreated that they just, they need guidance in life. And that, and so Jesus isn't like, it's not even a pity party. Jesus is just like, man, like life was meant to be so much more than what it is. And he sees this and he looks at the disciples and he's like, there's so much opportunity here for growth. There's so much being lost in the day-to-day of these people's lives. And he challenges the disciples. He says, you need to ask, ask God to like, to make a difference, to, to change the situation, to to bring improvement on it because because something it has the potential to be so much better. And he asked that he t- God uh, Jesus asked the disciples, "Hey, you should pray this." And I want to challenge you because many of you you you've been here, you know, you've been asking God for something. You know, you see um, incredible opportunities in your life. You see things that could improve. Maybe you see someone that you know that needs help, that needs support. And, you know, maybe in the, in the most cliche way I could say is, you know, they need Jesus. They need something bigger than themselves to intervene. And maybe you need that for your life when it comes to a relationship, to a job, when it comes to a new opportunity. And you're asking God, like, God, like, where let this come about or open this door. Let, let this, let this come to pass. Help this person. And we basically are going to God and we're saying, asking God to help because we see that the need is there. Now, here's what I love about this is if you jump to the very next chapter in Matthew chapter 10, we see the very, look at the top title of that. It says, Jesus sends out the 12. And so immediately Jesus challenges the disciples. He's like, hey, you need to pray and ask God to meet this need. And so they do, and the very next thing Jesus does is, hey, actually, you're the one that's going to meet that need. You're going to be the one that's the difference maker. And I love this because I think for many, for for us, what we can take away from it is that many of you are the answer to your own prayer, that some of you are asking for God to intervene through someone else when you have the capabilities, you have the giftings, you have the passions, the power, the desire to make that change, that you have the ability to do it. And so many times we use prayer as an excuse to be passive when God is actively saying, because you are praying for it, it means you are passionate about it, which means you should be a participant in doing this. And so maybe today in your prayer life and and, and you have been asking God to do something, you know, like open up a new job opportunity and you haven't put out one job application. You haven't even Googled like opportunities that, that could be fulfilling for you, that you've been praying for this family to, to get connected to God and that you want it, you want them to experience what you've experienced. And yet you've never even tried to, to bridge that gap for them and talk to them about your faith. Maybe you've been praying for your friendships to be better and more healthier, but you haven't done anything to have a hard conversation to make that better. And what I love about this little 
what Jesus does here, what the Bible does going from Matthew 9 to 10 is Jesus says, hey, you need to pray and ask that, that something changes, that there's, that there's betterment that happens in your life and the lives of these people. And then immediately Jesus is like, hey, you're the answer to that prayer. You need to be a participant in it. You don't need to be apathetic towards it. You need to move in a direction that's going to allow that prayer to come to pass. And I believe when we do this, man, what happens is that faith that Jesus talks about the size of a mustard seed that grows, what we see is that God wants to use us to do great things. That God, the fact that the fact that we've asked God to do it means that we have the desire and we should have the the um, audacity and the energy and the drive to see it come to pass. And if you don't have that, then you probably you probably don't really want it. And that's okay. But maybe today, and I really believe that all of you listening to this have something in your life that maybe you've been praying for and you've been asking God to just miraculously, like like a genie, make it just pop up in front of you. And the reality is, is God's like, I want you to help me see this come to pass. And so I want you to participate in this miracle just as much as I want to be a part of it. And today I want to ask you, what is that thing in your life? What is the thing that you've been passive on that you need to participate in? Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for today. Thank you for our devotional time together. I ask that for every person listening to this, that they would not have a passive faith, that they would not use prayer as a way to just not be involved in in the work that you want to do. But Lord, that you would give them the drive, the conviction, um, the the audacity to do things, to put themselves out there and do the things that need to be done so that they can see you work in them and through them. Lord, I ask that for every listener. I ask that for my life. And Lord, I thank you for it. And I love you. And I ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.